episode 213 of Brutal Battle. Yep, so coming off the Beer Me Bro, which I did win, <laughs> to the surprise of a lot of people, including myself. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the third episode in Kyle Norman's recording session, so why don't we uh, do a warm-up beer? That sounds great to me. And it's actually a beer that Kyle himself brought, and I... I he brought a bunch, and he was like, pick one. And I said, I want to pick this one because you've never had a beer from this brewery, and I want your first taste of that brewery's beer to be on podcast. Yeah, I, I'm pretty excited. My my buddy Eric, he actually gave me one of these beers uh, on, the, on the way down here, literally. Uh, we stopped in Lancaster, uh, had, a, had a couple beers at Mad Chef mm-hmm. Brewing. It's in Lancaster. It's actually pretty good if you, if you ever get up to the Lancaster area. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. Um, they do a lot of like cool foods and stuff like that. Uh, the one food we had was um, it was a blueberry waffle with mm. uh, like fried chicken and some sort of like bourbon maple Ooh. something. Ooh. And then there was something there was bacon on it and oh, like man. it was oh. and it was just it was that just a small too plate. Good right now. It was a small plate, so it was this little like three inch waffle and just the, like one little leg of ch- like it was perfect. It was so good. It hit every flavor. It was wonderful. Wow. So no, it sounds doing, awesome. Yeah, they're doing some good food and some pretty decent beer up there, too. Cool. I'll have to, or Rebecca and I will have to check <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah, sounds sure. awesome. So on the way on the way down, we stopped there, met up with Eric and Melissa, and he said, here, I got something for you. And it was a, this, this freaking awesome chalice from Springhouse, mm. from their Skull, the skull, chapter, skull yeah. chapter, and then this beer that was in there, and I'm like, oh, sweet, what beer is this? And I look, and it's Tired Hands. It's their Hop Ooh. Hands. Yes. And I'm like, holy crap, I was like, I've never had Tired Hands, because they're down near Philly somewhere, right? Ardmore, yeah. Very close to Philly. Yeah. Okay, so, but these are these are beers that people trade for, and oh, yeah. people line up hours in advance for. They do. And I've never had one, because, I, I mean, I live... You're not going to drive that far yeah. and stand in line. <laughs> right, I live like five hours from Philly, so yeah. I'm not going to drive down there to stand in line for a few hours just to try this beer. So when he gave me this, I'm I'm freaking excited. I'm I'm like, this is amazing. Can't wait to try this. And I'm like, where am I going to try this? I was going to crack it open at the hotel. And I'm like, this is a great podcast beer. And I was like, in mm-hmm. case Carlin's never had this one in particular, which I thought you probably have, um, I was like, I want to save this for him anyway. So I'm pretty excited that we get to indulge in this tired hands, hop hands. I will drink some of this on podcast, but I would like you to drink the overwhelming majority of it. Because I have had it before, and it's very good. Well, we will have to save some of it for the for the girls too. If they have it, I think Rebecca has. Rebecca has. I don't Erica, know if, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know if Erica has or not. I can smell that beer from here. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, aroma on that, flavor on that. It's it's that type of beer. Yeah, it's very good. You can just give me a little bit, just a little bit, just because I've had it before. I want you to be able to have the majority of it. That's probably good. Yeah, it's a nice beer. So this yeah, is a pale ale, right? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, yep, American. Sure. Their version of an American pale ale. I mean, this this looks like that typical New England style. Yes. Very, very hazy, yeah. very cloudy. You know, pretty yellowy. I think this was one of the first few like, New England style beers I'd had ever, it's like some years ago. And I was like, whoa. And it smells just like... Like mm-hmm. a lot of them that I've had, like that dancing gnome that I just gave you. Yeah. That I mean, they have that's this smell. The brew gentlemen, like they all have kind of this 
this beautiful hop aroma to them. It's a little bit of sweetness on the nose, but lots of citrus. Yeah. Just like real light, no bitterness can be discerned in the nose, really. Yeah. No, not at all. Pretty typical. Pretty excited for this. Ah, it smells great. Super easy. Oh, but tasty. Yeah, that's crushable. Mm. Yeah, there's very little bitterness. Yeah, Pretty much no bitterness almost. It's super low bitterness, lots of citrus flavor. Citrusy. It's a little bit, it is a little bit bitter though. I get a little bit mm-hmm. of a little bit of it on finish, but it's nice. nice. It, it cleans your palate. Yeah. Gets you ready for that next hit of citrus. Yep. It's really good. It's a tasty beer. Yeah. I'm assuming there's wheat in this. Uh, I think oats. Oats, that's right. That's what gives it the cream. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah, the, you're right. It's oats, yeah. not wheat. Yeah. I knew they threw in another grain. Yeah, that's, that that's what makes it. Texture. Yeah. yeah. That's what takes a lot of the bitterness down, gives it a that a little bit of a creamy mouth feel to it. Yeah. And I think so. that attributes to some of the haze too. So man, that is that is a really nice beer. Thanks, yeah. Eric. Man, I can't can't thank you enough for this one. Good job, Eric. You yeah. the man. Hopefully you enjoy the crap out of the beer because it is a nice beer. Yeah. Um, it's a very nice beer. So while you sip on that, Hopped, I hopped intensity with Simcoe, Centennial, and Amarillo. I love freaking Amarillo. It's one of my favorite hops. Those are all nice hops. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So while you sip on that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and get into some beer news. And it's relatively recent because I saw some some people kind of like posting on Facebook in this beer group I'm in about it, kind of asking questions like, what's going on with this? What's the deal? Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of looking around. And this is from Brewbound. If you go to bevnet.com, B-E-V-N-E-T.com. Uh, you can read about it. They have all sorts of, like, beer articles on there. So this one is about Pabst Brewing's lawsuit against Miller Coors, and it's going to go to trial. Uh, I'm going to read some of the article for you. How big is Pabst? Because I, I know Miller Coors is massive, but I don't know how big Pabst is. I, I know they know. have their brew, Blue Ribbon. Do they even brew any other beers? You know, actually, I can. I mean, I can try and look it up. Yeah, I didn't know if they were part of another conglomeration or if they were owned by somebody or actually, what was going on. Would you be able to look it up on your phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I yeah, go over them. the article, and then we can circle back to that. Yeah, you you go ahead and. So here's some of the article. Paps Brewing's four hundred million dollar lawsuit against Miller Coors is moving toward a November twelfth trial, and that is this year, two thousand eighteen. The case stems from Pabst's contract brewing arrangement with Miller Coors, which brews Pabst Blue Ribbon, Old Milwaukee, there you go, and other okay. Pabst brands. So apparently they do have other ones. Uh, the, that deal is slated to expire in 2020. However, Pabst holds options to renew the contract. If the deal dissolved, Pabst would be left searching for brewing capacity for its largest volume brands. Despite the renewal options, Miller Coors has argued that the company may not have the brewing capacity required to extend the contract. As the company's volumes continue to decline, it may be forced to shutter its production facility in Irwindale, California. Miller Coors has attempted to avoid a trial, but a Milwaukee judge in April denied the company's motion for summary judgment, according to the Milwaukee Business Journal. For its part, Miller Coors, via a spokesperson, told CNBC that the company, quote, routinely evaluates its footprint capacity and efficiency, but has no plans to close Irwindale or any other brewery at this time. 
So basically, in this contract, there's an option for Paps to extend, is what it sounds like. But Miller Coors is kind of saying, well, even if you want to extend, I don't think we can allow you to extend it because we may not have the ability to accommodate the space for all your beer that needs to be brewed. So does that mean that which one of them has increased production? Because if they can't accommodate it, then that means that either Miller Coors is producing more or Pabst is producing more. I would assume right? Miller Coors. Okay. I, or both of them. I mean, yeah. it's possible both of them because, as you know, hipsters love Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> they do. Not just hipsters, but Kevin Rush. <laughs> Loves a good PBR. There are a lot of people. It, it, well, the thing is, like, PBR has become this kind of, like, culture reference. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of yeah. like... My uh, thing. My cooperating, my cooperating teacher, when I was doing my student teaching, he he always told me this story. He said that they went to a Philadelphia Eagles game, mm-hmm. and they said it was snowing, it was freezing cold, and we were, I forget how we got talking about beer or whatever, but it was snowing, it was freezing cold, and you know everything was freezing up on them. They had you know Miller Lite and Bud Light and Coors Light. You know they had all those beers, and they were all just basically ice cubes. Yep. And he said that there were two beers that you could drink that they had there. Said one was Guinness that it wouldn't oh, of freeze. Course. Yeah, and he said the other one was PBR. Really? He, he said, but the, we had to drink it pretty quick because it turned to slush. So it was oh, like a beer okay. slushy. Got it. But it just it just always made me laugh that PBR, you know, weather resistant. So if you're looking for a good outside cold weather beer, I mean, who knows? Hey, why are they not looking at this marketing <laughs> angle? You know, like PBR, get on that. That's an amazing marketing yeah. angle right there. I mean, if I if I want a beer drink outside in the cold that's not going to freeze. I think I'm going to go for like a 120 or something. Sure. <laughs> something that's really not going to freeze and it's going to make you feel all warm inside. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. a sipper though. Definitely yeah. a sipper. Actually, you have a case of that at your house. I did, yeah. I did. It's gone already? No, no, no. That, uh, only half of that was for me. The other okay. half was for my, my buddy Matt. What did you we, do with We split a case. Uh, I still have uh, some of it left. I, I mean, I give it away as you know, gifts and presents and whatever. Sure. Drink one here and there. Uh, we actually recently did a five-year 120 vertical. Oh, yes. Oh, man. The last, that was the, great, right? The last day of school teacher party, we, we got a bunch of people together and did a five-year vertical. It was awesome. I've never done a vertical before, so it was my first one. I was pretty pretty happy with it. So, I mean, some of that went to that, and, you know, it's just just fun. And uh, Matt's, yeah. Matt's doing a 10-year. I did the five. He's doing Jeez, the 10. dude. I yeah. can't imagine what that's like. Yeah, we're gonna need like twenty people. <laughs> How great was the five-year-old one, though? Uh, it was pretty good. I, it wasn't my favorite, though. Really? Really? My, what was your favorite? My butter zone was about three years old. Okay. I yeah. don't think I've had a three-year, so I'd love yeah. to be able to try that. Yeah, it was the thing. The fifteen one. was really good because cool. it was it was kind of the common because I like the heat from the one twenty. Sure. I like the yeah. little bit of alcohol bite, and the three-year was it wasn't bitey, but it was a little. It was pretty smooth, but not crazy smooth like the five one was. Okay, but it was it was good. I love love smoothness in beer. Yeah. Smoothness, man. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I found uh, the PB the Pabst Blue Ribbon product line, and this is from Wikipedia. So take it from what for what it's worth. How much of a product line is this? Well, it's PBR, Jacob Best, Ballantine, Schlitz. Mm. I don't even know if Schlitz is produced anymore. It was one of the top-selling beers during the first half of the 20th century. <laughs> so who knows if they still even produce yeah. it. Blatt's, Old Milwaukee, which is still produced. Mm-hmm. Colt 45. Ooh. 
St. Ides Strohs, mm. which I've seen. Old Style. Lone Star. So that one's out of Texas. Yeah. Olympia. Rainier. Schmidt. And then one of your favorite beers, actually. Natty Bell. <laughs> is a PBR brand, apparently. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they had that. Yeah. Wow. Natty Bell was the flagship beer of the National Brewing Company in Baltimore, Maryland. It is a bohemian-style American beer. 90% of Natty Bell sales are in the Baltimore area. Well, the time for me to do my mandatory rant about Natty Bow. It has nothing to do with Maryland anymore. It's not brewed in Maryland. I know it used to be, but people get over it. It's not a Maryland beer. Have no pride in it anymore, please. That's just like, you know, having a car a car plant in, like, Michigan, and then the car plant relocates to another country, but people still have pride in the in that manufacturer. Yeah. It makes no sense because it's not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Just saying. That's my rant. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to. Yeah. All right, so we got, we got a little off topic here, so... Yeah, your thoughts on this lawsuit between Pabst and uh, Miller Coors. $400 million. I mean, that's not a small chunk of change, man. Uh-uh. No. I mean, you could open up your own... Take your own brewery and just... Or take your $400 million, open up another brewery and increase your production. But Miller Coors also has some of that AB InBev money now. Yeah, so, oh yeah, because they're one company now. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Although I think Miller Coors still owns something separately on the side. Okay. Uh, from what I've heard. Yeah, which I mean, is kind of weird. But. Yeah, it would make sense though. But it's also weird because Miller did that when they merged with Coors. They held like a little thing off on the side, which yeah. I think was their Molson stuff. Okay. In Canada, but Coors wanted in on that, and I know there was some infighting with that. I don't know what the outcome was, but it's just weird because, like, Miller and Coors merge. Miller's like, we're going to hold this little thing on the side, and then Miller Coors get bought out by AB InBev, but then they're (laughs) like, we're going to hold this little thing on the side. So there's, like, a thing on the side within a thing on the side. Weird. Yeah. I don't get it. But, um, yeah, and I understand that, you know, $400 million that get a chunk of that AB InBev stuff, but I mean, that's still just, that's a lot of freaking money. $400 million. Are they really going to lose that much in sales because they can't produce it? Is that how they came up with the number? I don't know. I mean, their distribution footprint for, for the Pabst products mm-hmm. have to be pretty large. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, well, like you said, they had the hipster resurgence. Yeah. And that kind of brought it back in the spotlight a little bit. I mean, I don't doubt that they're making good money. I really don't doubt that. Yeah. Um, but how does it get to a point where Miller Coors is saying they're not going to have capacity? Like you were saying, like, is is their amount of what their demand has become gotten so large? Yeah. Or... Everybody wants those Blue Mountains. That's <sighs> after the Blue Mountains, Carla. There's only so much cold Rocky Mountain water. <laughs> I don't understand. It's just... Um, but... Yeah. yeah, the production has to be up on one of them, and I, I, I don't know. I don't drink either one, really, so... I mean, I hope they sue each other into oblivion. Yeah. That would be my hope. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately, but... Yeah, yeah I think AB yeah. and Bev is kind of a... Kind of a, you know... Bohemoth. Well, and, ma- and maybe that's the, maybe that's another portion of it is that they're worth billions. <laughs> is that AB InBev is taking up some of the tank space that Miller Coors has? Yeah, with their stuff because they keep making acquisitions, and yeah. I know that they're not necessarily keeping all of the beers at the breweries that they're acquiring. Yeah, they're moving it to other places. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. 
So they're tr- yeah, they're trying to keep up with all these little tiny brands and brew one beer here, one beer there. Yeah. And then still trying to add more because they want more shelf space. And I know that I know that's part of the reason why they change packaging all the time. Yeah. Is so they can take up more shelf space. Well, that and just to make you know trick people into thinking this is new, never seen this before. Yeah. No, it's just new packaging. It's the same beer. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, every time they put out those NFL cans, <sighs> you know, people go crazy for them, and they want to get they want to get their team, and they want to support them, and they want to do this. And I want to know. They want to go per- to the game and drink a Steelers can. <laughs> Is it Steelers or Stollers? Steelers. <laughs> Steelers cans. So I want to know what percentage of people who buy those like NFL cans mm-hmm. actually think it's a different beer. I guarantee there are some people who actually think it's a totally different beer out there. I don't, I don't know about that because th- those people, the people that drink the like Bud Light and Coors Light are mm-hmm. hardcore those beers. It's true. Like they're, they're like, true. I can taste the difference between those two. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not if we did a... You know, blind tasting, they probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference well, between three of them. You know, I don't know, because when I was in college... But they're, but they're so hardcore, they want that same beer. That's true. They just want to get the extra can, so they want that extra incentive. Yeah. I'm sure people, like, collect it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah probably. Well, yeah. I mean, beer nerds collect craft beer cans and bottles and stuff like that. Yeah. I have some in my house. Yeah, Guilty. I, I do, know. too. Yeah. I've got a whole shelf. <sighs> I don't know. In the end, I think this is... That topic's something I don't really, I guess I don't really care that much about just because it's two companies I don't like just fighting each other, but it is interesting. Don't pretend like you don't love Natty Bo. (laughs) You're going to be very depressed if that production ceases. (laughs) I would be excited. I would be very excited. So actually, this could be win-win for me. Either it's a monetary blow to Miller Coors or it's a production blow to Pabst. Yeah. This is a win-win for Carlin. <laughs> I like this. I like where this is going. <laughs> this is just a great day for you, man. Yeah, I know. Gosh. Man. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, All right. Um, anything else to say about that? Uh, I really like that Tired Hands beer. Oh, wait. You oh, said yeah, about right? the Coors thing. No. I don't I don't care about Coors. Well, then the Tired hand beer, Hands beer. Good, right? Yeah, Hot um, pants. It's, nice. Yes, it's yeah. wonderful. I already finished it. I'm, I'm going to keep sipping on this here. It is very good for a while. The last time Pretty Rebecca good. and I stopped in at Tired Hands, because they have amazing tacos, uh, we were very, very lucky because we were able to pick up some four-packs of their 16-ounce cans, uh, which typically they're not just sitting around. So when you get that opportunity, do it. Definitely. And people, if you're within driving distance, definitely check that out. It's great. Yeah, I know um, when I was talking to Eric when I got this beer... He said that one of the times that we're down in the Lancaster area, he said we'll have to make a run down because yeah. I guess it's not too far from Lancaster. You know, I I don't know geographically when it comes to driving, I'm not good at that, but but I, I assume it can't be that bad. Yeah. Either way, I, I'd still like to go, even if I can't get cans, I'd still like to go to the brewery and try some of their stuff because I'm sure they always have stuff on on tap. I was a little let down the last time we were there with not, what they had on not tap. Not with the tacos, though. No, not with the tacos. <laughs> Never let down by the tacos, to be honest. They're so good. Does Does every brewery have their own, like, little signature food that they do? Cause no. Because, like, when I think dogfish head, I always think that crab corn chowder. Yeah, that's really that good. Thing is phenomenal. But they do a great job with pizzas, too. They're really yeah. good pizza. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tired Hands is apparently good with little tacos. Trogues. I know they they do a lot of different uh, stuff at Trogues. Yeah, those they have one of the best pretzels I've ever had. Their hop popcorn, their oh. hop oil popcorn is really good. By really? the way, I've never had that. Yeah, really good. Let's look at that. Up. 
Anyway, enough about food. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do some mystery beers, huh? It's lunchtime. I know. I'm a little hungry. I, I probably will need to eat at least a little something after this. <laughs> Lunch beers. We'll find out. All right. All right. So number First one. one looks like maybe another Pilsner. You sound like a broken record, Carlin. Yeah, it's, I know. It's yellow and it's very clear with a thin white head. Yeah, I don't, don't see much through it. I don't know what else to say about it. <sighs> it smells... It's still got a little bit of a Pilsner characteristic. Yeah. This one smells a little sweeter. Must be another Pilsner. Yeah, it definitely smells a lot sweeter than the Firstberg. Was that what that one was? Oh, From sh- Germany? Holy crap, dude. I don't know. Firstberg, I think. Oh, actually, I have it sitting next to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, it was Firstenberg. Yeah. Firstenberg. I get, a hint of, I get a hint of melon on this one. Yeah, I could see that. Like honeydew? Yeah. Like a honeydew? Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Doesn't smell that bad. No, it smells relatively clean. Yeah, it smells kind of like a. There's just a little bit of like a funky, like Pilsner mm-hmm. thing on the end that I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I that mean, that Furstenberg didn't whoa, did not have. <laughs> swirled too vigorously. Yeah, just swirled a little out. <laughs> Whoops, that happened. Yeah, I mean it's it smells like like a Pilsner. It smells kind of like yeah. the first one did. Yeah. Hopefully that means it's kind of like the first one, because I like that one. Yeah, that'd be good. Let's try it. That tastes like nothing. Nothing yeah. with a little bit of aspirin on the end is what it tastes like. Mm, I don't really get the aspirin on the end. I get a little bit of, like, almost banana. Like, like if a, I'm really reaching through, but it is really thin. I feel like there's a slight um, lemon peel on the end of it. Flavorless. It's pretty flavorless. Like I said, if I'm if I'm reaching, I get maybe a little bit of fruit, a little bit of sweet. I said I get a little bit of banana, which is weird. But it's got a little bit of a medicinal note, though. I don't get that. There's this this little nagging medicinal note on the end of that flavor, and I just I don't like a. Yeah, it's it's real thin. There's not a whole lot to it. You know, it's, it's honestly it's not mm, terrible. Yeah, it's not like offensive or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that little medicinal note's a little bit, but not bad. So, yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, but it's not good. Could this be a macro? It could be. It's pretty drying too. Yeah, which I typically get with like those macro pilsners. They're usually very drying. Yeah. Um, could be. I don't, I don't remember the macros having this this much flavor. God, there's like no moisture in my mouth. Yeah. It's just like all sapped it away. It's, yeah, it's the but, desert. Right now. All right, well let's let's move on to this right. next one. Hopefully, yeah, be a lot more interesting. This one's reddish. Yeah, very red. Yeah, very very red. Look, amber ale. That's what oh, it kind of looks yeah, like. Possibly. See right through it. Oh, caramel butterscotch. Whoa. Oh my. Oh wow. Yeah, that that's so much caramel. Yeah, that's a much wow. better nose. Wow, that smells really really good. Alcohol. I'm getting yeah. a little bit of stringency off. Yeah, I get a slight like woody note in there. Not mm, getting wood. Like I said, I get just caramel and butterscotch and little little stringency and a little bit of roast. It smells a bit like a scotch. Ale. Uh, no, you might you might be right on that little bit of that little barrel character. But with 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 smells for me, I oftentimes get confused: scotch ales and um, Weizenbox or Doppelbox. What a dumbass. No, I mean, box, box, <laughs> Doppelbox. 
Doppelbox and Scotch Ales for me are just very so, hard to tell apart. So, so different. I don't know how you could ever confuse those. But I feel like typically Scotch Ales have a little more sweetness to it, which I feel like I'm smelling in those. Yeah. But I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it does smell sweet too, though. Yeah, there's a lot of sweetness, but yeah. it smells good. Oh, it's a good sweetness. Because of the caramel in there. Yeah. It just makes it like a nice sweetness to it. It almost reminds me, the smell almost reminds me of like an old stock. Yeah, I would agree with that. Ooh. It's pretty mm. good. This is good, but I I don't know what it is. It's even more caramel than I thought on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A lot of caramel. It's so much so that it's actually making me think back to that French Broad Chocolates episode <laughs> with those, like, homemade nice caramels. Like, I don't know the last time I've had this much caramel in a beer. This this beer was enrobed in caramel. Enrobed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the ingredients I, enrobed in caramel. <laughs> mm. Just picture the waterfall, the enrobing waterfall of yeah. caramel coming down. I mean... It's astringent, though. Yeah, no, it is. I yeah, mean, this astringent. is... This is saying at least ten percent for me is what uh, it comes off as. If it's, yeah, if it's not ten percent, then they just didn't do a, good, a very good job Ooh. of hiding the alcohol. Yeah, it's um. There's a little bit of a fruit character in there, though. I feel like there's a quick hint of like an apricot that hits really fast and then fades away. It's like between the caramel and the astringency. See, I was thinking something darker, like a raisin or a plum or something. I can see some raisin, but I really think there's just a, like this quick hint of an apricot in there. Yeah. Hey, I, it's it's good. The astringency's tough. Yes, it's rough on the end. Astringency starts to get a little hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really roasty, though, too. Yeah. Like, it comes off almost like a slight coffee roast to it. Not quite, but almost. <laughs> Go back to A. It really tastes like nothing. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no, I said go back to A, not your water. <laughs> yeah. Can't tell the difference between your water and blah. Yeah, it tastes like nothing. But it dries it the hell out of my mouth still. It's it's that's in change. Yeah, and the other one's extremely alcoholic. Oh my gosh. Yeah, these are two opposite ends of the spectrum, <laughs> I believe, yeah. as far as the ABV goes. Very late, very alcoholic. Hmm. You know, I still like it, though. I'm going to say I, I, I still feel like there's apricots of that. I still do. Yeah, I'm trying to get, get it. I don't. That's going to my head off. Whoa. <laughs> it's just like, whoop, straight. I definitely need to eat. <laughs> straight up there. I don't know what to do. I, I mean, A, I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going I'm There's going nothing. To. There's nothing offensive. I'm, I'm in, I am impressed with how clean it is. Yeah. Because there's, there's no off flavors or anything like that, but it's just yeah. nothing. There's not much to it. There's that little medicinal note, but it's not enough for me to bump it down to a one. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's like I said. There's not there's not really really any off flavors to it. For the most part, it's a benign beer. Yeah, it's me. It's yeah, there. It's, it's, it's a beer. It's it's probably PBR. How funny would that be? It would be. <laughs> but that stuff has happened on the show before. I, I Actually, am. way more than you would think it should. Well, remember last time we did the, the beach one? We, you were talking about rate beer. And we ended up getting a beer that had the rate beer sticker freaking Which, right on it. I have never, ever seen that again <laughs> in my life. It's only that one beer. Yeah. It's so random. All right. So for B, I'm I'm torn between a four and a five. Yeah, I, I, I like I love the smell. 
It's got some good characters, but my problem is that alcohol on the end. I know. It's just really astringent. I agree. Mm. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go five. Okay. I'll do five. Ooh. Okay. I, I'm going to stick with four, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind a little bit of bite. Okay. But that's still good. 4.5. Yeah, that's still really good. Yeah. That's the best... Oh, the second best rating we did. The Wise and Great North uh, New England Style IPA by oh, Key Brewing out of five. That was a, that was a good that was year. really good. This yeah. is uh, overall four point five. All right, you can do the honors, right. sir. Let's, let's take a look, man. So we got a the loser overall two is uh, Natty <laughs> Bo. It is. <laughs> it's a past product. It's a past product. We just <laughs> talked about it. And we said macro. Is that potentially the same Natty Bow that's been sitting in my house Holy for a few shit. years? It might be. Not that that's age matters amazing. on those beers. That's so funny. Just talking about Natty Bow a whole episode. What oh, do we get? Of course. Where have I seen that little <laughs> logo? Like down at the beach here somewhere. Oh, at the beach? You've seen the guy with the one eye and the yeah. mustache? That's in Baltimore I didn't, I didn't all over realize, the place because of Natty Bow. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a Natty Bow thing. I swear I saw it way here. Well, Natty maybe someone was wearing a shirt with it from, in there from Walmart. I don't know. Good. That's possible. So the winner overall, 4.5? Not even down there, she'd say you're What is Where the Buffalo Roam, no. Cameron's Brewing. It's a barley wine, hence uh, 13%. Jesus. Holy crap. That's a little much. But that explains a lot of the... Cameron's? What Cameron's? is Cameron's? I haven't even heard of this before. No idea, man. It's a pretty cool can, though. I like it. It's got the it's got the big buffalo on it. It's one of those typical silver cans with the label. Can I take a look Ontario, at Canada. What? Oakville, Ontario, Canada. So I'm assuming Rebecca got this from Wine World. Um, yeah. Recommendation from that, Josh Rodriguez. That beer right there needs to sit for a couple years. Cameron's Brewing. It says extra strong beer. It well, yeah, it's 13%. It says 90 IBUs. Yeah. That's, that's really high. Okay, the, that, must the hops. Be, that must be part of the astringency we wow. got in the end. That bitter, it's bitter all, alcohol. All Cascade hops. Yeah. The malts are Munich and two-row. I like when they have this information. Yeah. That's wow. always nice. Okay. Yeah, Ontario, Canada. Wow. I didn't know we were getting stuff from there. Oh, it's imported by Esber Beverage Company out of Canton, Ohio. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. That, that beer would be good with a couple years age on it. I think it's good now. It, yeah. It's, I mean, I like I like it now, but yeah, the astringency yeah. would come down yes. with a few years. And, on I, and I think those, those Carmely characters would, would even be more pronounced with another yeah. year or two age on that. Yeah. Because then the alcohol would die down. Those the bite, characters would, bite have, would come out yes. as well. And those characters would have a little bit more time to develop. Yeah, it would be like real rich. Yeah, and just like smooth yeah. caramel. Ooh. Yeah, it might be too sweet though if you if you wait too long. I kind of want to go buy some of these and just throw them in the back of the cellar. Yeah, Oof, forget That'd about be, them. It'd be a good while. beer to do it with. Yeah, no, it definitely would. Yeah, uh, I assume maybe that comes in four packs because since it's sixteen ounce can, probably. So maybe just get a four pack, age it for a few years, just drink one a year. Yeah, could do well not the first year because yeah, yeah, we're having to now maybe yeah. do a, a two year, a three year, and a four year. Yeah, mm. yeah, or yeah, go crazy right. and get two four packs. Yeah, I actually have a barley wine downstairs that I had the same problem with, and I think actually I think it's about three years old now. I'm gonna have to. Which one? Oh man, do you remember? 
All I remember is it looked, you know, the original Red Bull cans, not those big yeah. ass things they have now. The original little skinny ones. Yeah. It came in one of those. Six point brewing. They're the ones who typically do that. I don't, it was, is it's yellow. It is a bright yellow can. Well, not yellow. It's like a goldish yellow can. High res? No, so it's it not sounds like. It, it's a barley wine. Huh. Res. Oh, beer. oh. Is it, um. I feel like it's got boom in the name somewhere. Yeah, lowered to boom yeah. by 21st Amendment Brewery. Yes, okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's it who it is. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I say, because it's, it's, it's a couple years old, and that I had the same problem with it. Tasted yeah. it, it's just alcohol through and through yeah. the first year First year I had it. And then I, I let the, the other one sit, because I think I bought two, or maybe I bought three or four, and just ended up drinking the other ones. But For this being 13% and that 13, 13% showing, yeah, it's got a lot of good flavor, though. Yeah, yeah. knowing that it's 13%, the, the alcohol doesn't bother me as much. I'm glad I went with the five instead of the four. Yeah. Makes me want more from Cameron's Brewing. Because mm-hmm. I haven't had much from Canada anyway, so that would just be fun to taste more from Canada. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's a nice beer. Cool. Uh, very funny that uh, we ended up with a Natty Bow, <laughs> and our topic was about Paps, which does Natty Bow. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's amazing. Love it. A lot of things stuff work out like that. I don't know how it keeps happening. Yeah. But. Anyway, thanks again. Uh, we'll see what happens after this. And Thank then, you, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, people, if you have any questions, concerns, you want to give us ideas for episodes or beers to have on the show as warm-ups or mystery beers, just send an email, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. On Instagram, as I think, just look it for Brutal Battle. Yes. Kyle Norman's on Instagram, though, too. I am. My, my home brewery is now, yeah. The board, uh, board of Education Brewing. It's great. Yeah. B-O-R-E-D. Yeah, board. board like, tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> board great. of Education. Yeah, we've got a whole plan for that. Yeah. So Check it should, out, be, should be fun. Check out the website. Please uh, do us a favor. Give us some reviews on iTunes. Uh, although we're not just on iTunes. We're on Stitcher and Google Play and just on the website, brutalbattle.com. So. And if you want, he'll just mail you cassette tapes of the episodes. Sure, yeah. Eight tracks, even, if oh. you need it. Oh, yeah. You get multiples of those, though, because they don't hold much. <laughs> yeah, so. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks once again, and until next time. Uh, keep it tired, hands. Brutal. Oh, brutal about Yeah. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 